I'm Pat Hyben, and over the past 25 years, I've sold over 7,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in volume. In 2010, I sold my teen business to my top agent and went on book tour promoting my book, Six Steps to Seven Figures, a real estate professional's guide to building wealth and creating your destiny. That book went on to become a New York Times bestseller. Now I live off the passive income streams from the real estate I bought with commissions I earned as a full-time agent. And I am committed to giving back to the real estate industry as so many mentors of mine have given back to me. On this show, we'll interview the world's best agents, brokers, coaches, and investors to help you make more commissions and create the life you deserve. Attention real estate agents who want to win more listings. Want to discover the secrets of how to create wealth and freedom by embracing the listing life without the pain of getting rejected by sellers and losing listings to more experienced agents? If so, then join me on a very special free webinar event titled How to Beat Experienced and Egotistical Listing Agents Without Commission Cutting and Overpricing. On this training, you'll discover the answers every real estate agent needs to know to instantly win more listings, including the six most widely used scripts to get a seller to sign the listing paperwork, the three success hacks to combat an agent with a huge track record of success, and the four easiest statements that instantly get sellers to pay higher commissions. These three things and so, so much more. So if you're serious about wanting to win more listings without getting rejected by sellers and losing listings to more experienced agents, register now for this special event that will show you exactly how to create wealth and freedom by embracing the listing life. Register now at hybendigital.com backslash listing or by texting the word listing to 444-999. That's listing to 444-999. And make sure to stick around for the huge game-changing offer that you won't receive anywhere else. That's listing to 444-999 or online at hybendigital.com backslash listing. See you there. All right, Rockstar Nation, I have a very interesting guest here. You know that this market today is flooded, overly flooded in my opinion, with lead generation sources for buyers. It is absolutely ridiculous and there's very few people talking about how to get seller leads, which I think is, is you know, a huge miss when you're a real estate agent, you know, listings are the name of the game and we want you to be a listing agent first and foremost. Well, I heard about this guy, Thomas Caffarella out of Boston, who was referred to me by one of our avid listeners and he has cracked the code on how to get seller leads. He's an expert on seller 
lead generation has a brokerage of 150 agents that are just banging out and listing homes through his method. And we're going to teach you today how to do it in your hometown. So without further ado, Thomas, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Thank you, Pat, for having me on. Tom, why don't you give everybody a little rundown on yourself so they can get to know you better? Yeah, definitely. So first and foremost, I'm a real estate investor and I'm also a real estate agent, but I became a real estate agent and I built out a brokerage based on the amount of seller leads that we ended up generating. So I got started about 10 years ago, right when the market was crashing. And so between 2007 and about 2013, I was very, very fortunate because it was very, very easy to get great deals. All you had to do in any one of your particular towns for a fix and flip was to go on the MLS or go to a local auction, bid a price, and you'd be able to buy it, renovate it, and make money. And so back in about 2013, the market completely shifted. And what you alluded to in the beginning is how that people find it very difficult to generate seller leads and listings because a lot of sellers aren't really selling today. A lot less that there were back in 2012, 2013. So we, we couldn't buy properties on the MLS anymore. We just couldn't get them for good enough deals in the Boston market. The market was too hot. So we knew we needed to make a change. And so at that point, I only had two agents underneath me and I decided that we were going to proactively, instead of waiting to, to look at listed properties, we were going to proactively prospect to sellers so that we could get there before anybody else and make them an offer before anybody else. And so from 2013 until today, that's what we've been kind of bottling up and getting those systems as efficient as possible. And I went from, again, just having a few agents to 150 agents just to handle the volume of the seller leads that we generate. I mean, this is incredible. So, you know, because there's nobody doing this on a large scale. I mean, there's some technologies out there and you know of them um, that are that are in existence that, um, you know, are starting to figure out how to get seller leads. Uh, they're very expensive and, and the code hasn't been cracked technolo technologically uh, on how to do that. So I want to know, and everybody listening wants to know how they can do what you're doing in their market. So can you give us like a step-by-step -step plan from the beginning of how you started getting seller leads and then how you grew it to the point today where you're actually feeding 150 agents seller leads? Yeah, definitely. So I think the first thing that's kind of a complete mental shift for a lot of agents is that approaching sellers with an investor offer in hand is going to get you in the property when you normally wouldn't be able to. So just take a really simple example. If you're cold calling on an expired listing and you're able to honestly say, let me come out there and make you an offer tomorrow, you're going to get that appointment way more frequently than the person who says, let me give you a market analysis. Let me give you a market update. So I encourage agents, I mean, all agents to consider being an investor. But if they're not willing to be an investor, it's very easy to hook up with a local investor who would be willing to make an offer on that property. And so I think the first kind of mental shift is understanding that either being an investor or working with an investor 
is going to get you in the door much more frequently. Okay, so you so, find you find investors, which nowadays dime a dozen, dime a dozen, right? Shoot, dime a dozen. So either way, whether or not you're willing to become an investor, which I think I don't see why most agents wouldn't want to be, because you already have all the tools necessary to be an investor. But let's just say you just want to list homes. Yep, being able to go in there with that with that guaranteed cash offer. Is going to get you in the door, and then from there. Well, wait a minute, and I, I want everybody yeah. to, to to know something. First of all, what percent, Tom, of these actual leads when you get the lead? What percent actually um, turn into regular MLS listings where your agents make a commission off them, where an investor is not involved at all? You know, from the beginning. From you're saying of the appointments that we generate? Yeah, yeah. No, of the uh, versus an investor buying them. Oh, okay. So my my goal when I'm I'm prospecting and generating leads is to buy the home first. Right. But when when my agents go out there on an appointment, we act as consultants. So right. we no, go out there. But no, but what I'm getting at, sorry, is I should have just said it is 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 ninety some percent of these, you know, they're just listing them, right? They're oh, just putting in a, yeah. an MLS. And so it, I, because, I want I want the people yeah, to know listening that that this is a tool. Not for you to be an investor, which it could be, but for you to get more listings nine times out of 10. The other one times out of 10, it's going to be a good deal for you to either buy yourself or have your investor buy it. So sorry about that. So continue on. So tell me, you know, okay, you get an investor, you you have somebody that you feel confident will buy, will buy a house, maybe not this one, but that you don't feel like you're a false profit, you know, contacting them and say, hey, I got an investor that buy a house. What would the next step be? So the next step would be going out there and actually meeting with the homeowner. And so for me as an investor, I wish that 100% of the people would take my investment offer. But the reality is, is that it doesn't make sense for most people, especially in this market with how much of a seller's market it is. So when we go and we meet with every each and every seller, we build rapport with them and we get an idea of whether or not it does make sense to sell to an investor. And, you know, we're asking them specifically, why do you want an investment offer? Is there a reason you would need to sell fast or on a particular date or, you know, all that kind of stuff? And what we find is that, not, like you said, 90% of the time, we end up getting towards the end of the conversation and saying, look, we can make you a cash offer. I'll give you the number right now, but I don't think it's going to work for you. This is how we can get what, what you need to do, which is going to be a list of the house. And this is why you should list with us. So we're never using it as a tool to say – we're never using it as a bait and switch to, to get listings. But by default, it automatically goes that way just because most sellers, it doesn't make sense for them to take a discounting offer in this market. Mm, okay. And how do you find them? Okay. So in this market, there's three things that are working really well for us, and they all have a different cost per lead. Um, the first thing is mailing. The second thing is cold calling, having other people make the cold calls for us. And the third thing is internet marketing, which is usually Google and Facebook. And so each one of those things has a, a very different um, cost per lead, and each one of them has pluses and minuses. And in Boston, like in 2016, I spent $1.2 million on marketing. Wow. Um, but, but this would work on a small budget as well. Obviously, it would just generate a lot less leads. But those those three things are the three things that are working in today's market to get in front of sellers. And 
we're getting in front of 50 to 100 sellers every single week with one-on-one appointments. <laughs> 50 to 100 sellers every single week with one-on-one appointments. Okay, well, let's let's tackle these if we can, if you don't mind sharing this. And we're all about meat and potatoes and sharing on this yep. show. So one, two, and three. Let's go with one first, mm-hmm. right, which is uh, sending them something in the mail or a postcard. What is it? What does it say? Yeah, so mailing out of the three is the highest cost per lead. But the benefit of mailing is that you know that that lead is somebody that you is a property that you want to work with. So as you know, when you can contrast that with internet marketing like Facebook or Google, someone could fill out a form in an area that you maybe don't want to work in or a type of property you don't like to work with. But with mailing, the cost per lead is higher, but you but you are getting very targeted. So the mailers are simple. Um, you know, you could Google something online and, and basically come up with exactly what I have, which is we want to make you an offer on your property. We'll buy it for cash. We'll close on your time frame. Um, there'll be no fees and no inspection. And so that's all it's saying. And then they're calling the letter. Um, we have an out-of-office receptionist that takes the lead, takes the lead information, puts it into our CRM. And then my inside sales agent gets notified that there's a new lead that comes in. She's going to talk to that person, qualify them, and then book that on one of my agent's calendars to go out and meet with that person. Wow, just like that. And what does it say? Can you give me? Can you give me? But better yet, could would you be willing to email me one that I can just one yeah. that you've used that I can share with our audience? Yeah, for sure. And and really with with mailing, I mean, there's there is a few key things, but. But the reality is, is that the most important thing is volume and frequency. So a lot of people worry a lot about, okay, what does this say? Can this convert higher? But they're not actually doing enough volume. So volume is definitely the key. We, we have a mail center within my office. And so we have somebody that's full-time working in the mail room. That's how much mail we send out. Um, the, other, the other two th- uh, important things about mailing is that you're not just mailing somebody one time. So you want to consecutively mail them, and we mail them five times every other week over the course of 10 weeks. So five letters um, over the course of 10 weeks because we know that it takes someone seeing our message multiple, multiple, multiple times in order for them to, to recognize who we are and to consider what we're trying to do. Are these targeted or are they just random? These are very targeted. So very I targeted. know. So like yeah, what, what what do you use to target? Like what what qualifies me as a homeowner to be targeted by your ten mailings that you're going to send me? <laughs> yeah. So um, one of the things that's important for me as an investor is that you have equity. So for example, um, if you your property's worth two hundred thousand and you have a mortgage of one eighty and my offer was one fifty then I would not mail you because I know that there's no way that you're going to even be able to accept my offer. So when when we look, the first thing we look at is, okay, where do we want to buy houses? Or in case of an agent, you'd say, where do I want to list properties? And everyone's going to have the specific geographic areas that they um, that they like more, that they want to target. And then we're, we're basically creating a, a seller profile. So we know the people who are most likely to sell to an investor. We know how old they are. They, we know what type of profession they have. We know what their mortgage balance should be, the loan to value. Um, we know that in general that they've lived in their property for more than 10 years. So there's a lot of things that go into the formula. And then that just spits out what our database is going to be. And then we hit that database 
over and over and over again, not just with letters, but then with cold calls behind the letters and then with internet marketing. So basically anywhere that that person is looking, they're seeing us. Okay, I love that. I love that. What's a toolbox? A toolbox is a box full of tools that you use to build something great. Do you want to build your real estate business into something great, something massively profitable and productive? Well, we've got a toolbox for you. Basically, we've collected all the tools that the rock stars of the past have given to us over the years. And uh, many times these tools come in the form of a checklist. They come in a form of a postcard that they're sending out that's very different and extremely effective. Uh, they come in many different forms, and, and many of you have gone online to the show notes and downloaded these toolboxes. The challenge is you have to go back through each episode to each show notes on the website and download them one by one. Well, I've put them all together. And I've created the Real Estate Rockstar Toolbox. And I'm giving this toolbox away free. Tons of items of utility from many of our past Rockstar guests. All you got to do is go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. Or I'll make it easy. Simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. Use the tools that the rock stars are using to make more and more commissions every day. All right, so let's jump into the second one, right? Yep. And the second one is cold calling, right? Like, yes. like and you're saying your agents are not doing this. My agents are not doing this. We who, encourage who them to do it. Some of them do it. But, but most of them don't, to be honest with you. Most of them are taking the lead. So the way that we feel about cold calling is that the initial contact does not have to be done by someone who is unbelievably skilled or has sold hundreds of houses. So the first point of contact for a cold call, we believe, is just to see if there's any interest. And so when we cold call on somebody, when we have one of our inside sales agents cold calling on somebody... All they're really doing is seeing, do they have any interest in potentially accepting an offer on their property at any point in the next year? If they say yes or maybe, that lead then gets transferred to, to my inside sales agent who's booking the appointments. And she is super skilled. And then she builds rapport, determines whether or not we can get an agent out to the property. And then my agents take those appointments. Wow. Okay. And uh, let me, just out of curiosity to get some specifics here, let's say one of your agents gets one of these leads, right? Where you, you as the broker have paid for all this to happen, right? Yes. And it's a layup for them. They go out, right? They're yep. like, hey, you got an appointment Tuesday at six. Uh, what sort of commission split do they get if they get that listing? That's a, that's a 50-50 split. And, you know, you mentioned layups. I wouldn't call them layups because, you know, it's right. Well, the appointment is a layup. Oh, yeah, yeah. the appointment is a guarantee. The appointment, appointment yeah, they didn't have to do the. And, and quite frankly, that's the hard part. Of course. Of listing, right? Of course. It's the easy part of buyers. It's easy to get the buyer uh, lead. It's hard. Yeah. 
for somebody to get a listing appointment that's not a FISBO or something, you know, so, so this is, so it's worth it. Okay. So 50%, that's very generous. So, okay. So you do that and how many, do you have a call center that you outsource this to, or how, how does somebody do this? And maybe, um, maybe you and I can role play it a little bit too. So if someone wants to start it and do it on their own, they can learn from this call. Yeah, so so we have virtual assistants that do it for us, and the the call is really really simple. Like I just mentioned, they're just calling saying that w- we have a company that we're looking to buy properties in the area. Would you consider a cash offer on your home? And for the most part, that's all they're really trying to do. So so they're getting through you know five or six hundred calls in a day on a three line dialer, and so they they're just looking to identify whether or not that person is serious. Yeah. And so during the course of a day, someone who's making five or 600 calls is identifying three or four people that sound like they may be interested. And then those get transferred over to my my internal, my inside sales agent who's actually in my Boston office. And then she takes it from there. And of course, you know, some of the people aren't really serious, but some of them are really serious. So it's just really a filtering process for us to reach a lot of people and to kind of filter it down. And at every step of the way, we're handing it off to someone who's more skilled. I love this. So, I mean, guys, listen, this is the simplest script in the world. <laughs> you know, we have an investor, which is – and it's all true, right? Because step one is uh, of this whole process is finding an investor, right? Yep. We have an investor that is looking to buy properties in the area – would you consider a cash offer on your property? And at that point, you bite your freaking lip and let them answer. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. I mean, we don't try to make it any more complicated than that. I mean, there are, don't get me wrong. I mean, there's some objection handling and things like that. But we're not looking to meet with somebody. We're not trying to force somebody to sell their house that doesn't want to. We're, we're just looking to see who is interested in taking an offer. No, uh, brilliant, brilliant. I love it. Okay, let's talk about the third way that you do it. Let's get into some nitty gritty meat and potatoes on this. Uh, social media. I mean, like, like a Google. How? How? What are you doing? So, this is the more technical part, but it actually gets us the lowest cost per lead. So, Google Pay Per Click, just as an example, I tried to do it myself for seller leads, and my cost per lead was about five hundred dollars a lead when I was trying to do it myself. And so I went through multiple people to run these campaigns for me, and I finally found a company that does it now for me exclusively. They got my cost per lead down to about $100 to $150 a lead. And so for me, all that they're doing, and again, Google AdWords, it changes literally every single day. They change the algorithm, which makes it so tough. But um, all they're seeing is, again, sell my house fast for cash type of ad. They're clicking on it. They're filling out the form. The form goes into my CRM, and then my inside sales agent in Boston is making the call to book the appointment. And, and Facebook, your definition of the lead, of a quote-unquote lead, is what? My definition of a lead on a Google pay-per-click or anything internet-related is someone who has filled out a form saying that they'd like to receive a cash offer. Okay, so 150 bucks. You get one. The more you spend, obviously, the more you get. You spend over a million dollars last year. Okay, keep going. And then on the social media side, so Facebook ads have gotten really good. 
because Facebook allows you to really target. I mean, Facebook knows everything about you for starters. So they know how old you are. They know your date of birth. Um, they know what you like, what your hobbies are. They know what you do for work. So when you are filtering for a Facebook ad, you can put all of these different filters on. And depending upon how good you get at filtering them, again, your cost per lead can go way, way down. So just a really easy to explain example is if we're, if we're putting an ad on Facebook saying sell my house fast for cash, we're excluding all real estate agents because real estate agents don't sell to me. And if I was a real estate agent looking to get listings, again, I would make sure I would exclude other real estate agents. So Facebook allows you to get extremely granular. And so because of that, your cost per lead can go way, way down. And uh, Facebook is actually, the last couple months has actually been lower cost per lead for us than Google. But that can that can fluctuate. Okay, so um, what do you know or what do you think about these companies, right, that are that are selling IP, right? Where they'll, well, they, I don't know if you've seen this, but you can buy through, it's the same thing as your mailing, right? They'll, they'll actually, they get the IP of a certain neighborhood, right? Mm -hmm. Or a certain street, and then they can send a Facebook ad mm -hmm. or, or a, a retargeted Google ad or something with your ad on it to them on their computer, yeah, I mean, you can get super, super targeted with the the retargeting and with Facebook alone. I mean, you can, like you mentioned, you can get down to a few streets if you really want to. So the more the the more advanced social media gets and the more information they have about us, the the more we can basically put ads up in front of the exact person that we want. You know, going back, um, you know, ten or fifteen or twenty years. You might have run a TV ad or a radio ad or putting ad in the paper. And the problem with that type of marketing and why today's marketing is so much better is that back then you're paying to reach everybody. Doesn't matter whether or not they'd be interested in your offer or not. You had to pay the entire amount to get a TV ad or a radio ad or a, a, like a, a newspaper ad. But now with social media, you can literally say, I know my exact customer. And these are the only people that I'm going to pay to have ads in front of. The great thing about the other great thing about social media is that people are always on it. I mean, I don't I don't know the exact statistics, but I know for the most part, anyone who's kind of in my generation or younger is on it all day long. So even if you could run a TV commercial for the same price as a, a Facebook ad, I actually think the Facebook ad would be more effective because when when someone's watching TV now and it goes to commercial, they're on their phone on Facebook. I, I saw statistics that it's it's over two times as many people. If you take prime time eight to eleven, there are, are twice as many or more people on Facebook at some point between eight and eleven as they are people on watching a TV between yeah, so, eight and eleven. So so marketing has just you know completely changed and. Um, for the better, you know, for the people who know how to use it and for the worse, you know, for the people who don't adapt to it. But, um, it is pretty cool what you can do nowadays. 
Yeah, it's amazing. So talk to me a little bit about the investment side. Now we know your three secret ways to do it. And, mm-hmm. and people listening can say, you know, I could do that. I could do that. Um, anybody can do it. Yeah, anybody can do it. Talk to me about like the investment side. Like what, like how, how do you determine the value that you're willing to pay as an investor so that your agents know what to say when they get there as to whether to say, you know, Thomas will buy this or one of Thomas's investors will buy this or let me list your house. Yep. So that's so we have somebody that works full time that does valuations for us. So the real estate agents in my office, they get a 30 page. We call it a CMA report. But what it really is, it's it's a valuation report that includes um, the comps of what we think the retail price of the property should be. And then it includes the property, the comps that would be there if we renovated the property. And so we then on the front sheet that they go out to, we have what we think the listing price should be if they list it. And we have on there what the investor price would be if they want an investor offer. So my agents within my office, they do prepare for these appointments, but they could literally like take this, take this sheet, go to the appointment and know nothing else and kind of read off it. You know what we think that they would get if they listed their home versus, um, a direct investor purchase. Okay. So that's all spelled out for them. And what would you say, like someone listening at home, what would be the easiest way for them to determine a good value if they had to on the fly as far as what to pay? On the fly, what to pay? I mean, if you have no time at all and you just have to, you know, get a number out there, I would use Zillow. And as as we both know, Zillow is not 100% accurate. Yeah, yeah. And but get, but take a percentage off of Zillow and you're good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, people complain, oh, Zillow is not accurate. But it is the most accurate to me way to get a value in 10 seconds. So. Right. If you have no time, but then of course, if you do have time, then you're you're going to want to run run the comps, but you can't do that within you know a five minute period. What what do you know about Open Door? You know, have you heard about this where they will actually their postcards actually will have the price on it, so it'll say, "We are a company that is buying homes in your area. We are willing to pay three hundred twenty five thousand four hundred seventy two dollars cash today." You know, please call us if you were willing to take this price. You know, basically, you know, letting that other shoe drop immediately as, as opposed to like having someone get that postcard or letter from you and be like, hey, listen, um, you know, I'm sure there's a gimmick, right? There's another shoe that hasn't dropped yet. He probably wants to buy my house for a dollar or I'm not going to waste the time. And then they throw it away. Uh, this open door supposedly is just saying, you know, here's what I'll give. And they drop the other shoe, boom, right on the spot. I don't like that because I think that the if, I, if I'm going to give what my real offers are, that's going to prevent me from getting any listing opportunities. So if if I send them a postcard and say my offer is 200000 and the fair market value is 250000 they're not even going to have us come out to meet the person. And the most important thing to me up front is to get a one-on-one meeting with the seller. And I think by putting an offer on on the you know on the postcard or on the envelope or in in the mailer itself is going to decrease the amount of leads that you get. Now, could it be a good strategy? You know, 
overall, if you're just looking to buy properties and not list them, possibly, mm. but I think you're going to lose a lot of appointments that way. Right. Yeah. I, I, I think you're right. I think that if you're just an investor, you know, it makes sense. But if you're, if you, if you have a brokerage with 150 agents and, and you want to make money off of them getting listing commissions that aren't, I'm not, I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure how much I like it, even from the investment side, kind of, you know, thinking about it as we're talking, because, you know, the reality is, is that we get our deals face to face with people. And I, I just think that, that giving them the number up front just is going to, it's going to even decrease the investment appointments. So yeah, I, I don't like it unless the only way I would, I would think I would like it is if you're, you're, you're sending them a number that's fair market value and you're willing to pay fair market value or higher than fair market value for whatever reason, if you love that location or you're looking to add units and you send them over a number that's so high that they're like, wow, I need to call this person. But if you're going to send them over anything that's less than fair market value, I think you're going to just, you're not going to have a great response in my opinion. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, great. Well, well, Thomas, this has been awesome. Let's wrap this up with a little talk about what you're doing in other areas, right? Because now you've expanded this to coaching other agents in other areas. Can you tell me about that? Yeah. So uh, like I mentioned, I, I spent a bunch of money on marketing in Boston and that amount of money that I spend allows me to market to every single seller whose house I want to buy in the greater Boston area constantly mailing, call, calling, and um, internet marketing. So the problem for me that we identified is that basically spending more money isn't going to get us more leads. Because if I mail somebody 10 times in a year, and then I want to double my marketing budget, and now I'm mailing them 20 times in a year, it's, you know, the difference between 10 and 20 mailers in a year, I'm not going to get much more conversion out of that. So I basically ran out of real estate, like quite literally, to, to buy. Right. So I can only have a certain marketing budget in my market. So my plan was to expand outside of the greater Boston market. And we started doing this um, about six months ago. We are in 40 different markets as of today. So what we do is we take all the lead generation systems and coaching and just back end systems that we have, all the stuff that I talked about earlier on the call, and we find somebody in a different geographic market, set them up there. And help them do deals. Now, real estate agents are by far, in a way, the most qualified people to work my system because they can both capitalize on whether it's a listing or it's an investment deal. They already know how to negotiate with sellers. They already know how to build rapport. They already know how to sign contracts. So if I could pick one segment of people that are the most successful working with me in these systems, it would be a real estate agent. Yeah, absolutely, because it's it's a double dip, right? Because like you said, they the 90% of them, you're just making commissions off them. 10% or less, you're actually buying. So it only makes sense. It makes nine times more sense uh, um, and to the, be and a the, real and, estate agent doing and this. The pe the, and the people that I work with that are not real estate licensed, I'm on them all the time. You need to get your license. You need to get your license because – they're pretty much just throwing money out the window because yeah. you've already you've already done all the hard work. You've researched the property, you've met with the seller. They like you, you like them. They want to work with you, and then you say, "Ah, I can't work with you." At least, yeah, at least you're getting paid for the time you've lost. Yeah, exactly. And and for me, I mean, it's a means to really 
fund my whole marketing budget. So my investing marketing budget is essentially free because we're we're able to subsidize it with the listing income. Right, and essentially, how these people are paying you is uh, you're, it's it's a no risk deal, right? Because you're 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 you just go into business with them as a partner, essentially. And if there's commissions involved, then you take a cut of the commission and that sort of thing. So it's not like they're they're paying out a ton of money or anything to uh, to get something that they're never going to use. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I love this. I love this. Um, all right, cool. So what I'm going to do, guys, is I'm going to put all of Thomas's information. I'm going to put a link to his his uh, coaching information, his his systems, and I also am going to put a link to what he emailed me. Oh, the uh, copy of the mailer. Yep, and I'm going to put a link to the copy of his mailer on hybendigital.com backslash Tom C. That's hybendigital.com backslash Tom, the letter C. Tom, listen, thanks again. Good luck to you in the greater Boston area, and hopefully we'll meet face-to-face someday and break some bread. Sounds good to me. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Rockstars. Please be sure to leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening. All five-star reviews help us get better and better guests. For your listening pleasure. And if you have a great review, I'll read it on the show. We are so proud of this show now with over a million downloads in 79 countries around the world. Also, don't forget to buy my book if you haven't already. Six Steps to Seven Figures, a real estate agent's guide to building wealth and creating your destiny. With an intro by Gary Keller. Sold everywhere online books are sold. You can always go to pathyben.com and find out about all things Pat Hyben. And don't forget to follow me on social media. All you got to do is type in my name. I'm everywhere and easy to find. I hope to meet face-to-face someday, but in the meantime, let's meet on social media. Thanks again for listening and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.